This message is produced by the Transformation Edge Church. We believe you'll be inspired and transformed by it. The Trans Edge, a change is inevitable. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Samuel was called as a child, but, but how does God call us? Or rather, how do we hear the voice of God? How do we recognize the voice of God? When you are asking for a particular thing in your life and it seems like God is not speaking to you, but I, I dare say that God speaks all the time, but how do you recognize the voice of God? How do you recognize? And I'll say to you that God, does, God will not speak to you using a strange voice. He will speak to you in a voice that you've always heard. He will speak to you in a voice of one whom you look up to in a way spiritually. He will speak to you in a voice of the anointed shepherd over his house. Okay? So let's look at this. First Samuel chapter 3 from verse 1. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli, and to the word minister is to serve. So it's not like preaching, no, it's to serve, okay? So the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night... Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The Lamb of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. See where he was lying down? In the ark of the Lord, uh, in, in the house of God where the ark of God was. Quite interesting. However, the voice did not come from the ark. Are you still here? Because some of us might pray and pray and pray and pray and say, God, I want to hear your voice. And God might say, I have commanded someone over you. I have given him a word. Just listen to it. That's what I'm saying to you. And you never can tell. And there are some of us who may not hear God's voice, literally. But who's God... Who will only hear God's voice by continuous listening to the, the person whom he has appointed over his house? And I may not even know, whilst I'm speaking to you, that God is speaking to you directly about a question you've asked. But, but very clearly it becomes apparent to you that, oh, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. That's exactly what the question I've been asking. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it might have even been a, a message you've heard before or now. All of a sudden, you're hearing the message the, the fifth time, the tenth time, and you all of a sudden just realize, yeah. And that is the beauty of continuous listening to God's word. There are people who've completed the Bible back to front a number of times. But hey, they still get surprised and carried away and bamboozled by God's word. Although they've read it the first time, the second time. What did Job say? Job said, once God has spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs to the Lord. Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. And I'll say to you, there's, a, there's an anointing in this house. 
And if you've not realized it, I'll say to you, there's an anointing in this house for a fresh word. Are you still here? Whether I like it or not, as a person, God will always bring a fresh word to his people. He will always. Why? Because this is the transformation edge, and you can only transform using something fresh. He gives us the word. And our prayers have always been, Lord, I thank you for the word you've given us. The world will hear it, and they cannot deny your word. They can't deny it. Say amen again. Then the Lord called Samuel. I, I believe we've already picked a point from, that, from the previous one. The previous one says, verse 4 again, please. It says, um, The Lamb of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am, and he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Interesting. But the guy was lying close to the ark that represented the presence of the Lord. But yet, when God called him, he didn't go closer to the ark because that was not where he heard the voice. He heard the voice from somewhere else. And he ran to the person whose voice he heard. Or rather, whose voice he believed he heard. And that was Eli. And so you called me. And what did Eli say? But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. How many times? Second time. Here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet no, the Lord. You see, he, he did not yet know the Lord. He was seeking for the Lord. And the only way he wanted to continue to hear the Lord was to keep listening to the voice of his master. And one way to get accustomed to the voice of God is to continue to listen to the voice of the one that God has brought into your life to continue to feed you spiritual meat. And it is true. It is true. You may not agree with everything that he or she does. But the blessing is in the obedience. Are you still here? The blessing is in the obedience. Let's look at it again. So, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, the Bible says. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And a third time the Lord called. How many times? The third time the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. Question for you. If you were the one at this point, what would you do? Especially with uh, understanding these days. Well, Caught me the first time, you said it's not you. Second time, why are you playing with me? It's okay, I'm not going. And you won't show up. But this time, the boy went back to Eli, saying the same thing. Here I am. You called me. The first thing I want us to learn from this 
is that regardless of how worthless or how irrelevant you think it is, the first thing is obedience. Obedience beats everything. He said, it's common. It's too common. It's too popular. You know, I'm too, how, how do you put it? Familiar with the voice. But yet, what brings the blessing is the obedience of the voice. Familiarity will knock you out. Obedience will exalt you. Go, well, who, who is it? Oh, oh, Pastor Michaels. Oh, yeah, I know. It's okay. I'll go see him later. He knows we are main powers. We are big powers. It's okay. And you know what? You only re- re- receive the blessings from the big pile, you know, main pile. Piles with piles. And that's it. And when familiarity sets in, you no longer gain as much as you should. Why? Because it reduces the element, the, the spiritual element of it all. And that is not to say, I'm not saying that, well, when you see me, you fall on your face. No, not at all. But I'm saying that the woman with the issue of blood came with faith in her heart. Yet, there were many people thronging Jesus who weren't healed. But she came with faith and touched the hem. He didn't even want to shake his hand. He didn't say, can I kiss you first? No, he just touched the hem. Why? Because it was faith that moved her. He said, I could be familiar. But no. I know what I'm looking for. You know, there are people who will be blessed by just standing around. You say, do you want to see me? No, I don't want to see you. I just want to hang around. Are you still here? So I don't want to see you. Um, I don't have anything to discuss, but I just want to hang around. I want to hang around here for a while. So, so why are you hanging around? Oh, because you're still here. You just want to hang around. And you never can tell the prayer in the heart of that person. Say, God, I, I just want to live in this presence for a while. Because I know when I step out of this presence, things will change for me. You understand? Instead of, oh, you know what? Yeah, pastor, you know what? Um, and then you say whatever you want to say. You say, okay, so see you later. All right, goodbye. We can even hug and nothing happens to you. Don't underestimate the power of the anointing. Don't underestimate the power of the anointing. Why? Because it is not a joke that God has set someone to shepherd his house where you have become a child. Right? (laughs) Amen. Praise God. So the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. So a third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized, ah, Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down, and if he calls you, how nice is that? And if he calls you, this time don't run back to me. But this time say, here I am, Lord. Speak because your servant is listening. Are you still here? In other words, when you hear the tapes, when you hear the recording, it is not like we are a church now. But let the Holy Spirit be upon you. 
let that presence engulf you and say, Lord, I'm here. When, when, when on Spotify on, or on whatever it is, you're hearing the voice of the Lord and he says, just lift up your hands. Don't just go, oh, well, that was in church. Now we are here. No, just do it. You see, Mary, Mary said to the people that were standing around, he said, whatever he says to do, do it. Because she knew that if they dare to do whatever the master says, a change is inevitable. Are you still here? A change. A change. It doesn't have to only happen in, inside the church. In fact, there are some things that may not happen here. Why? Because you didn't quite get it. But after listening to the same message, the fourth time, the fifth time, the tenth time, it might just be that very moment the change happens. You never can tell. Are you still here? It's true. Because it's important for us to continue to connect God's voice and to God's word. It's important. It's important. You might even be the one that has helped to package the, the message. And yet you may not be affected until you start to listen by the Spirit. Why? Jesus said the time is coming where the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So in other words, there's a possibility that we can worship without the Spirit, without the truth. Yeah, we can. And it just be a worship but that doesn't go beyond the roof. But you want to worship the kind of worship that while it's coming, the father is expecting it. He's going, come on, my son. Come on, my daughter. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. It does not have to be a service for the spirit of God to be felt. It can be in your own room, just in your room, that the spirit of God engulfs you so much so that you are in the room yelling and going, God, what is this? Why? Because you cut it finally. At times you don't catch it the first time. And at times there are so many truths in just one message. So many truths. Have you realized that there are people, all right, even in this house, you give the scripture, John 3, 16 to and they can preach it in a whole different way, 20 different ways, 50 different ways. Why? Because there are so many hidden germs in that scripture. Same thing when God gives his word. There are so many truths. You might not be able to explore them the same day. But the more you listen, the more you discover. Are you still here? It's true. It's true. So give yourself to the word. Give yourself to the word. You might not be able to open the scripture to read this morning. Put on Spotify. You know, put on iTunes, whatever. Put it on. Let it play. Let it saturate the house. You may not be listening, but don't worry. Very quickly, something will hit your mind. It will hit that, 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 that thing that feels like, well, I wasn't listening. But all of a sudden, you, you find yourself, you know, stopped right there. And you're thinking... Yeah, I just want to hear the next sentence. And that's where the Spirit of God has caught you. Why? Because he's getting right straight through your heart. Amen. So what did he say to him? He said, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And if only we can have that kind of attitude. To say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Because at the end of the day, it is not about the person who is speaking. It's about the voice, the word that is heard. God's word that has been preached. 
Because anyone can preach the way I'm preaching. Anyone. But I dare say that when God wants to talk to his people, he will not use the voice of a stranger. He would only use the voice of the shepherd. He said the voice of a stranger they would not listen to. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. How many of us will go away tonight with that kind of understanding? To say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Every time you, you put on a message or every time you have the opportunity to listen to God's word, your heart is saying, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And you need to have yourself ready all the time. It's important for you to be ready. Why? Because for him that is ready, that same person is, the same person is he who is asking and seeking and knocking. And Jesus said to everyone who asks, receives. And anyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And I dare say that when you continue to listen to the same word and ingest it, you only have to pray little. You only have to pray little. Why? Because every time you think about something, that word comes to you. You remember a line of it. Can I tell you this last story? Um, there was this message that my dad preached when we were probably as young as Jaden. And um, somehow we recorded it. Cassette. You know, remember cassette? Feels like a thousand years ago. But, and... This message was preached during a uh, baby dedication. And we go home and put that cassette on. So every time we just put the cassette on. Not because we were enjoying dad's voice, but because it was, you know, it was just normal. Let's just play. So we got tired of music. In fact, the music we were listening to were really terrible music back then. So we only just put the cassette and it just keeps playing, just keeps playing. And one day, we actually ruined the cassette by recording our voice over it. So all we will hear is that that talks for a while and our voice goes on top of it. And then it keeps talking. But years later, I could still remember, I could still quote verbatim what dad had said. Whilst it didn't make sense to me, but I could still quote it. Why? Because I knocked myself out with it. Amen. And if you want me to quote it right now, I can steal. And we're talking about almost 40 years ago. I can steal. Because I allowed it to settle in my spirit. So think about it. If it were nuggets of gold or sword of the spirit, that when anything happens, it just comes out. Why? Because I've stored it in my heart. And can I say... That you cannot store a word in your heart, number one, that you've not written down. Number two, that you've not continuously listened to. I bet you, you know, the research has it, that within 24 hours, what you've heard, you've forgotten. It's true. You know, you might have remembered the best message that we've preached in this house. But if I ask you of the content, you forget. One of the things that you remember, you only remember little fragments of it, is the armor of God, right? You remember at least we preached that. Because I traumatized you with it, which was fantastic. All right? And then you would not forget that easily. 
But yet, if I ask you, okay, tell me something about the breastplate of righteousness or something about the sword of the Spirit, you probably might not be able to get the whole gist completely. But if you continue to listen to it, it reminds you, oh yeah, oh yeah, I might trigger, or that, you know, that um, message might trigger your trauma, but it's a good trauma. Amen. It helps you to keep this word active and alive in your spirit. Can I say this again? Continue to listen to God's word. Because that's what will help you grow. And every time you hear God's word, what would you say? Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we stand on our feet? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever we do, God, wherever we are, every time we hear your voice, Lord, the only thing we want to say to it and, you know, let out from our lips is speak, Lord, because your children are listening. We'll continue to listen to you, God. Even if it's 10 times, 20 times, 100 times, we'll not get bored of your word. We'll have fun with it. We'll have service with it. We'll worship with it. We'll feel your presence with it. We'll see, receive healing with it. We'll be delivered through it. It will become a tool that we'll use against the devil when the evil time comes. We thank you, God, because we're always listening for your word. We'll praise you, honor you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The message you've heard was produced by the Transformation Edge, and we hope it has inspired you. For more information, please visit our website, www.thetransedge.com, or you may contact us via email to frontdesk at thetransedge.com, or on Facebook, The Transedge Church. You may wish to call us on 02-4731-2419. The Transedge, a change is makeable.